0: The the From the Vegas strip here's RJ Bell. straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Jonas Knox in for RJ Bell. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Monday evening. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 7pm Eastern Time, 4 o'clock Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. And it is the end of an era. It is a sad time. The end of an era in the world of the NFL and the end of an era in Green Bay and beyond uh, the news that came out earlier today. Uh, The end of the era is the end of the Aaron Rodgers is leaving the Green Bay Packers this season era. That is a wrap, folks. So You can go ahead and close the coffin on Aaron Rodgers' quote-unquote retiring Aaron Rodgers. There's no way he's coming back to play for the Green Bay Packers. You can go ahead, print the toe tags, get the shovels, start bearing away because those those takes Died earlier today when Adam Schefter of ESPN came out with the story that, listen, they're in the final stages of reworking a deal. They are going to get this, uh, this worked out, and basically Aaron Rodgers is going to get a little bit more control at the end of this whole thing, but he is expected to report to training camp, and he will be a Green Bay Packer quarterback for another year. So uh, thoughts and prayers to those of you out there that actually had uh, betting tickets, betting on the under of the Packers win total, because you didn't think Aaron Rodgers was going to be back. Uh, Thoughts and prayers for those of you that were betting on prop bets under uh, Aaron Rodgers this upcoming season. And those of you that may have actually looked around the division and said, you know what? maybe Minnesota is the pick in that division if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back you know maybe the Chicago Bears are the pick in that division if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back who knows maybe even Jared Goff and, uh, and, and a coaching staff that involves everybody that ever played in the NFL from 95 to 2020 maybe that's the move maybe you go uh, Detroit in that division but as of right now it does appear Aaron Rodgers will be back for another season he will be your Green Bay Packer quarterback and for those those sports books that uh, all of a sudden decided to take Aaron Rodgers and Packers bets off their board and you had all these people in sports media who don't have a damn clue about sports betting or how it works or how it operates they all ran with the story this op- this opening weekend this past weekend everybody came out with Aaron Rodgers does this mean he's going to be retiring sports books or removing him off the board nope not happening Rodgers will be back and so the details on this are as followed and again, this is, according to Adam Schefter, and I've been saying it, I've been saying it the entire time, Adam Schefter was the guy to pay attention to. Adam Schefter was the guy to watch because he was going to have the news regarding Aaron Rodgers before anybody else. And I made this point, Aaron Rodgers got a lot of heat. He got a lot of pushback and there were people that were really bothered by when Aaron Rodgers decided to drop that he didn't want to be a member of the Packers anymore. Because if you remember when that happened and you remember when the story first broke, it was on draft day. And there were people that felt like it was inappropriate for Aaron Rodgers to go to the media and voice his displeasure on draft day when you got a bunch of kids from around the world of college football and beyond who are are living their dream. They're getting an opportunity to go to the NFL to be a first round pick. And then Aaron Rodgers merges into traffic with no turn signal and decides this is the day I'm going to go ahead and drop the bomb that I want out of Green Bay. He got a lot of pushback for that, and I believe Aaron Rodgers felt guilty about it. I think he felt bad about it, which is why when Adam Schefter had the original report that Rodgers wanted out, and then all of a sudden Adam Schefter pops up on Dan Patrick's show, heard on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates, and says, oh, no, 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 I just decided to go ahead and run with that story. I had known about this for quite some time, but I decided to run with the story, and Dan Patrick was saying, wait, wait, wait. So you decided on draft day, that was the time you were going to run with the story, that, to me, was an indicator that Aaron Rodgers felt b- guilty about the news when it broke, and Aaron Rodgers went to Adam Schefter and said, hey, man, if you fall on the sword for me, I'll make sure you're one of the first guys who knows what my intentions are. And here we are. Schefter came out with it, and the details are as follows. And, and, and I will skim through these because there's a reality on the back end of this, and it applies to Tom Brady. But here's the details on the situation. 2023 in Rodgers' contract – that was, that was supposed to be the last one on his current deal. It's going to be voided. No tags are allowed in the future. The Packers are also going to review Rodgers' situation at the end of this season. So if they determine, hey, maybe we move forward or we move in a different direction, they've agreed to do that. Rodgers' contract is going to be adjusted. There's going to be no loss of income to give the Packers more cap room, which helps out his buddy Devontae Adams. And then there's going to be mechanisms that are going to be put in place to address Rodgers' issues with the team. Even the report itself screams of this came from Aaron Rodgers' camp because the report itself says Packers made concessions in order to bring Aaron Rodgers back. Almost like, all right, we'll do whatever we could possibly do to try and get you back. It's like when you know you really screwed up with uh, your better half. And all of a sudden, now's the time you've decided to go ahead and take down the, uh, the posters of the women in swimsuits on your wall. Say, hey, you know what? I've decided now's when I'm going to make the move, all right? No more uh, uh, beer bottles lying around. And I'm going to go ahead and take the posters of every swimsuit edition that I've ever owned off the ceiling just so you feel more comfortable coming back in the house. Those are concessions. These right here. And the way it was reported, screams of Aaron Rodgers, again, went to Adam Schefter to go ahead and get this done. But this all comes down to a simple fact, and it all applies to Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers wanted control. He wanted to be able to dictate how the end of his time in Green Bay went. That's all this is. He wanted to be able to control when he can leave the Green Bay Packers, right. He didn't want to have to be tied up in this long contract, especially if they've already made their intentions felt for the future when it comes to Jordan Love. And so he wanted to be able to call a shot. And why did he want to call a shot? Because Tom Brady got to call his in New England. And we all saw how that worked. And it is an ongoing theme this offseason. Whether it was Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers, it's no coincidence that you had three of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL on anybody's list in in some combination or another. Three of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, Rodgers, Wilson and Watson, all either wanted to be traded or wanted to have more say on personnel moves within their organization this offseason you think it's just coincidence this happened right after tom brady won a super bowl after he basically got to do the same thing he got to do it the deal in new england it was tom brady who made it a point that they couldn't franchise him It was Tom Brady who said, hey, if you can't give me a long-term deal at the price that I want, then I want to be able to control my destiny. I want to be able to control the end of my time in New England and beyond. And New England said, all right, fine. We'll work with you on it. We'll make our own concession, if that's the word of the day. We'll make our own concession. And so the Patriots said, hey, if you don't want to be here long-term, that's fine. We don't want to give you this long-term deal to kind of tie you up because we're not sure how much more you've got left. And so what we'll do is we'll just eliminate the franchise tag at the end of it. Thus, Brady was able to walk away from New England and go pursue something else. And it's exactly what he did. This is what this all comes down to. Aaron Rodgers wants the ability to do what Tom Brady did. He wants to be able to call his shots. He wants to be able to go somewhere else. They've told him the end is near. He's pushed back and said, I don't think it is, but I'd like an opportunity to go somewhere else to prove that it's not. If Green Bay wanted to play hardball, they don't need to get this done. They could just say, hey man, you're playing out your contract, and then at the end of this contract, we can just franchise you a couple of years. They could have just Kirk-cousined him. They could have just franchised him back-to-back years and just and just eaten it financially in order to keep him around. But this was part of the plan. Rodgers wanted to be able to determine what the end of his career looked like. So few players get to do it. And now Rodgers is going to get an opportunity to do it, just like Tom Brady got an opportunity to do it, and just like Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson both wanted an opportunity to do. Either control the end of your career or be able to have some say in personnel. And that's all that this comes down to. He's not getting more money. It's not like they, they, they offered him, uh, you know, uh, and there was a report that came out. Uh, I think it was Mike Florio who came out with a report. And he's been too busy uh, uh, throwing a tantrum on Twitter all day because uh, he wasn't uh, one of these sources who had all the big news of the day. But again, that's, a, you know, you, you see that play out on social media all the time. But there was a report out there that Rodgers wanted a two-year, $90 million extension added on the back of end, end of it. He wanted $45 million a year, uh, Rodgers did, in order to come back to Green Bay. No, that's not what it was. He wanted to be able to get out of Green Bay on his terms. He didn't want to be tied up and have them control his fate and his destiny. And that's exactly how this played out. Tom Brady did it a year ago. It worked successfully. And now Aaron Rodgers wants to try and do the same thing. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The story out of the uh, NFL, we've got a couple of quarterbacks in the news. Aaron Rodgers, uh, if you're just tuning in, according to Adam Schefter and others, uh, he is going to be back most likely for this upcoming season. They're working out details on an adjustment to the contract because basically Aaron Rodgers wants to be able to determine his future. Uh, so uh, we will uh, you know, have more on that coming up later on. And then you got Deshaun Watson. And um, look... I don't know if anybody expected we were going to have some clarity in the Deshaun Watson situation, but uh, if you missed it over the weekend, uh, Deshaun Watson did decide that he was going to report to Texans training camp, which is bizarre because everything that I had been told for months and months was that Deshaun Watson is not showing up. And then all of a sudden the reality set in. Uh, oh, I'm going to get fined $50,000 a day if I don't show up because I'm breaching my contract. I better go ahead and make, uh, make my intentions clear. So Deshaun Watson shows up to Texans training camp. But according to Tom Pelissero and others, His interest in wanting to be traded didn't change. So he still wants to get dealt. Deshaun Watson does not want to be the quarterback for the Houston Texans. And so the Houston Texans uh, are going to have to most likely move on from Deshaun Watson if they want to go ahead and and venture off this at this point. Uh, And then news comes out earlier today uh, that Deshaun Watson, uh, his lawyer, says that there are 10 police complaints that have been filed against Watson. Uh, There are two additional that weren't included in the 22 lawsuits that were filed against him. So now it puts that number up to 24. Um, The whole thing's a disaster. And there's one thing missing from all of it, right? There's one key element to this Deshaun Watson discussion that is missing through it all. Uh, It's the NFL. When are you making a move, man? Is this guy on the exempt list or what? What are we doing here? Like, What what are we doing? The the whole situation is bizarre it's puzzling does the nfl know something that we don't know in in talking to these witnesses and reportedly they've only talked or talking to these uh uh, to 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 the alleged victims here they've, they've reportedly only talked to half of them so there's another half that hasn't been spoken to by the nfl apparently these were very lengthy discussions but in their in their discussions with these women did they get an indication that maybe uh, there was something here that didn't add up, and they think it's okay to just go ahead and let this go through and play out like it is, and then uh, they'll come around back to it when they have time to address the situation with Deshaun? Like, none of it makes any sense. How many times have we seen the NFL step up and put players on the commissioner's exempt list because they wanted to make sure that they had all the investigation done before that player was representing their league. Like what are we I, I don't like what are we waiting on? How much more do you need? Like what what number of accusations against Deshaun Watson do you need before that kicks in? Is it twenty five? Is it thirty? I mean, well, like, like How many different lawsuits are that, that should be pending against Deshaun Watson before the NFL goes, you know, maybe this is kind of a weird look for us. We got a guy who's reporting to training camp. He's got all of this stuff hanging over his head, and it's still a storyline, and we haven't stepped up. That's the most puzzling thing of it all. The NFL has been AWOL in this whole situation, and we've seen them step up. Zeke Elliott got popped six games. He got popped six games, and the NFL couldn't address the situation fast enough. Like, they, they could not address the situation fast enough. Deshaun Watson, we've known about this for months. And uh, Brady Quinn and I have been talking about this on, on uh, Fox Sports Radio. That's my radio wife, Brady Quinn. Uh, what I think he played for, like, Notre Dame or something like that. But anyways, we've been talking about this for months, saying, hey, man, training camp's right around the corner. Hey, man, training camp's right around the corner. Hey, at some point, is somebody going to make a call on Deshaun Watson? And all that this does is put the Houston Texans in a terrible spot. Deshaun Watson, to begin with, has put the Texans in an awful spot the entire offseason. Even before this stuff came out. Even before all this stuff came out. And look... You knock on a couple of doors and apparently um, this wasn't the most surprising revelation. Some of these, uh, the massages and all this stuff, according to people that were there in and around uh, the Houston Texans, not the most surprising situation from what I've heard. But even before all of this. Deshaun Watson was causing a stink and a fuss because he wanted out of Houston. Remember that whole story? How the organization had wronged him? How the organization had had totally uh, 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 undermined his ability to succeed there? You know, because they traded away DeAndre Hopkins? Never mind the fact that he signed the contract extension after they made the trade. But forget all that. We're just speaking facts here. All right, we just want to speak facts here on Fox Sports Radio. Let the other narratives uh, from the people that aren't really thinking clearly about the whole situation, let that stuff run. They put, he puts them in a tough spot because he's telling them, I want to be traded, I want to be traded, I want to be traded. So it, it hurts their ability to get whatever they can in return because they know they've got a disgruntled quarterback instead of keeping it quiet and maximizing the interest from around the league. Because teams know you're going to have to deal him. And now the Texans appear willing to be listening to these trade offers according to multiple reports. And then this comes out. And all the stuff surrounding the massages and the 24 women now that have lawsuits pending against Deshaun Watson, he has put them in a terrible spot the entire offseason, whether it was on the field or off the field. So now you're the Houston Texans, you're going to get a shell of what you could in a deal previously had he just kept his mouth shut and before all this stuff came out. And so now if you're a team looking to make a move for Deshaun Watson, are you really going to pull the trigger on a deal when you have no idea whether or not the NFL is going to step in? The NFL hasn't told Deshaun Watson one way or the other whether or not he's going to be available for the entire season or available at all. So how are the Texans supposed to proceed if they don't know what the future is of Deshaun Watson? And the NFL just kind of sitting around going, hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, we'll figure, you know, just, uh, yeah, I mean, well, you know, we're, we're monitoring the situation. Okay, well, while you're monitoring the situation, uh, preseason football kicks off in a week plus. <laughs> so what are we doing here? Like, talk about procrastinating. Uh, it's like when you're a kid and uh, they tell you, hey, you got homework over Christmas break. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, I'll get to it. We got a couple of weeks off. And all of a sudden, Saturday at around 5.30 p.m. rolls around and your mom goes, hey, did you finish that project for Monday? And you go, wait, what? The NFL's just been procrastinating this entire time. And sooner or later, you're going to have to make a call. You're going to have to make a decision so that the Texans can proceed and so teams that may be interested in trading for Deshaun Watson, they can make a move as well, too. And from the betting standpoint... From the gambling aspect of all of this, Sportline, uh, on on social media, Sportsline, the odds makers there, have a yes or no bet. Will Deshaun Watson be traded before week one this season? And no is a minus 200. Yes is a plus 150 as of right now. I love Deshaun Watson to get dealt. I think the NFL has made it difficult, but I think the Houston Texans are at a point right now where they just want to move on. I think he's going to get dealt. And if you believe Howard Eskin who's been covering Philadelphia sports long enough, he has gone on record as saying that there are three teams in the mix for Deshaun Watson. It's Denver, it's Miami, and it's Philly. And he has said 90% chance Deshaun Watson gets dealt to the Philadelphia Eagles. That that would be a move. And if you think about it, it makes a little bit of sense from a PR standpoint. Remember the last time there was a quarterback that was dealt, or a quarterback and a team made a move on a quarterback that had a ton of baggage off the field? Remember Michael Vick? Where did he land when he got out of prison for all the stuff and the issues he had off the field? With the Philadelphia Eagles. They've been down this road before. I think they can handle it PR-wise. And if you're the Houston Texans, you're not trading them in conference. You're not going to get what you thought you could earlier in the offseason. That day is dead. It's not happening. But if you're looking around for a move and you want to make a wager and you want to put some money on Deshaun Watson getting dealt, I think he's gone. I think he's gone before week one because I think the Texans are tired of it. And it's now on the team that acquires him To determine, hey, if he's not available for the entirety of this season or this season at all, and he's got to sit for a whole year, can we wear it and roll him back out there in 2022? And if the offer's there and you can have Deshaun Watson at his age, fully healthy, 2022 to start the season, we've seen players deal with things off the field and be forgiven and, and, and we move on. If they feel like there's an opportunity to do so, I think somebody's absolutely going to make a move before the start of the season. So I love Deshaun Watson getting traded before week one at a plus 150. I think there's a lot of value there. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. It's straight out of Vegas here on FSR. Uh, You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. We are in for RJ Bell here. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport whether you believe in analytics or the eye test we've got all the bases covered new episodes drop every Thursday so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. I would like to call myself out. Uh, I made a mistake Uh, and I would like to uh, call myself out and let you know that that mistake is brought to you by AutoZone. Dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. Um, I believe that there is a narrative on performance enhancing drugs that is not totally accurate. I think that people assume that when you take a PED, it's like a cheat code. And all of a sudden, uh, it turns you into nothing from nothing all the way into something. And look. The the uh, you know improvements vary on the athlete. So from athlete to athlete, the improvements vary. So like uh, Barry Bonds could take a performance enhancing drug, and his results would be much different than some guy who was also doing the same thing, uh, but never actually got to the major leagues. He was just able to get from single A to double A. You know, I I think that when uh, baseball's PED scandal and the steroid scandal came out, I think people just assumed, oh, man, once you take it, that just means you're going to be a great player. No, it just takes what you do well, and it enhances it. And it helps you recover. And it helps make improvements. But it's not like you go from can't hit a baseball to batting 320 with 50 home runs and 145 RBIs. It's not how it works. But there's a sort of misnomer, a narrative surrounding PEDs that when you do that, that that is, uh, that that, that it takes you from one place all the way to to another. And I say all that to say this. I did not listen to my advice because on Friday here on straight out of Vegas, the best bet that I gave uh, going into the weekend was in the UFC event over the weekend between uh, 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 Sanhagen and TJ Dillashaw. And, um, I liked uh, Corey Sandhagen to win Inside the Distance. And part of the reasoning was, TJ Dillashaw is coming off a two-year ban for performance-enhancing drugs. He's in his mid-30s. He hasn't fought in a long time. And Sandhagen is one of the best fighters in the division. He's got a reach advantage. He's got all of these other things. He's younger. He's more in his prime. And I just assume, man, with all those PEDs that TJ Dillashaw took, there's no way he can stand in there uh, with with uh, Sandhagen, and there's absolutely no way that that fight is going to go the distance. And not only did the fight go the distance, but uh, T.J. Dillashaw won the fight. Uh, so, I uh, I would like to apologize, because I actually, uh, I took the bait. Uh, I thought that the PEDs were the T.J. Dillashaw cheat code, and there wasn't actually a great fighter underneath at all. I'm assuming he's clean. I'm assuming uh, he's not going to pop for anything, uh, but the best bet I gave was uh, the fight uh, uh, Corey Sandhagen winning under the five rounds inside the distance. That did not happen. He didn't even win the fight. The fight went the distance, and T.J. Dillashaw was able to take, uh, take control and win that thing. So, my apologies there uh, on the uh, the pick I gave before the weekend. Most people won't address it. Most people won't call themselves out on, on bad picks that they've made. I absolutely will call myself out. Uh, I have called myself out on my last two Super Bowl picks. They've been awful. Uh, last year, it was the uh, Indianapolis Colts over the Dallas Cowboys. Awful. Year before that, it was the uh, the L.A. Chargers over the Atlanta Falcons. Awful. Uh, you can go on and on down the list. Uh, if nobody else wants to claim them, I will claim them because uh, I'm not here to uh, you know to, to you know suck up to myself or pat myself on the back on social media like many people you see because uh, that's all fake and they're just insecure. Uh, when it comes to the news of the day and the top news stories of the day, uh, Aaron Rodgers. If you have missed it, uh, according to uh, Adam Schefter and others, uh, the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers are going to work out uh, a way for him to come back to the Packers this upcoming season, but with the ability to walk away from the contract uh, over the next couple of years, most likely after this upcoming season. So, there were a lot of places uh, in Las Vegas and beyond that took Packer win totals down. Uh, They didn't want to be able to offer anything uh, in the way of uh, of Green Bay Packers betting. Right now, if you just want to look at the division, the Green Bay Packers are the favorite. Uh, This, according to Fox Bet, they're a minus 162, so you get to place 162 bucks to win a but Green Bay feels like the team and if this is in essence the last dance for for Aaron Rodgers with that organization they're going to try and go out and they're going to try and maximize their ability to win a Super Bowl and so you'd have to like the Green Bay Packers there. If Rodgers didn't come back there was a lot of people that liked the Minnesota Vikings. I think the Bears have way too many question marks not only with that coaching staff but at quarterback we have no idea uh, what the plan is when they're going to go to Justin Fields uh, they have a, a tough opener to start out the year with uh, Matt Stafford and the Rams on the road and then also the other news out, uh, Deshaun Watson uh, More, a couple more criminal complaints come out. Uh, according to his lawyer there are 10 lawsuits against him uh, two added on because uh, these are two different from the uh, original 22. So now it's still up in the air. He reported to training camp because he didn't want to get fined and so the three teams that are rumored to make a move uh, for Deshaun Watson are the Philadelphia Eagles the Denver Broncos and the Miami Dolphins with a lot of people feeling like Philly's got the draft capital to try and make a run at that. And what's interesting, the win total of the Eagles is sitting at six and a half. But there is heavy money that has come in on the over. So maybe some people see the situation and think Deshaun Watson could be your Eagles starting quarterback for at least some of this season coming up. Uh, Jonas Knox in for RJ Bell. It's straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas!